the army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this, and bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. This will I think. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. <laughs> Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. This is Live at Five, Live at Five, Live at Five. See if that works. Signing in here. Yeah. Let's see if it works. Oh, my goodness gracious. We are officially signed in uh, for a Monday edition of the Live at Five show at about nine minutes after. Uh, big, big game yesterday. A lot of excitement. And, uh, yeah, and Travis Kelsey. So we talk about that if you want to. I know this isn't a sports show, but it was the biggest game of the year. It usually is, right? Yesterday's uh, Super Bowl. Nothing, everything went out without, on rather without a hitch. No problems. No terrorism. Uh, so that's good. That's, you know what? It, it, it does bring a, a chill to your, to your spine when you watch all the preparation for the game and everyone getting ready. Uh, and uh, the Black National Anthem, it gets, gets your juices going. It just everything about that game just gets you going. Like, yeah, right, yeah, we're America. Yeah, we got two anthems. Ugh. Anyway, uh, good game, really. And, again, I, 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 thought, uh, I thought the Chiefs would win it, but I thought they'd walk away with it right from the beginning, but that wasn't the case. San Francisco should have won that game. Say what you want about wide right and everything, but you, oh my God, the guy was on target every, each and every for the for the San Francisco, the kicker there, and he misses an extra point. That's the difference in the game. Wouldn't have gone to overtime, but that's how the ball bounces, right? Um, so, but you know, the big story is Kelsey, Kelsey banging into uh, Andy Reid there, Mr. Wilford Brimley. Wasn't that the guy from the oatmeal commercials? Doesn't he have diabetes? <clears throat> Uh, yeah, that was embarrassing. And then at the end of the show, he's singing uh, Viva Las Vegas. It's funny that he was singing that um, because Reba McIntyre sang the national anthem and someone at my party was saying, Reba Las Vegas. Like, oh, that makes sense. Reba Las Vegas. <clears throat> I think she did a great, great job as always. She hasn't aged a bit. I always think that, didn't she have her own TV show at one point? I get it mixed up with Mama's Family. But which was a horrible show with Ken Berry, the late great Ken Berry, and uh, what's her face, Vicky, Miss Vicky there, <laughs> who sang uh, "That's the Night That the Lights Went Out Down in Georgia." What was her name? She was on the Carol Burnett show. I don't know where I'm going with this. Anyway, great game came down to the wire, uh, and Mahomes uh, did did it again. It, it is uh, you know a lot of people now making the comparisons between he and Brady for good reason. If he wins it again next year. You know, if he gets, if he remains competitive, goes to the Super Bowl, or for that matter, the championship game, and he stays healthy, 
Yeah, he's 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 one of the best. There's no doubt about it. And I like the guy. I really do. I really do like the guy. You know, it, we have a tendency to hate the guys that always win every year. But uh, you know, I'm a Jets fan. I always I always appreciated uh, Tom Brady. Of course, Tom Brady was in a commercial yesterday. And, and every year I hear this. The the day after the Super Bowl, everyone's like, "Wow, boy, those those commercials were disappointing." And I said, I, "I can't remember a time when they were ever exciting, other than." The one spot that Steve Jobs did in, I'm assuming, 1984 for the advent of the new Macintosh uh, computer. And he, and he, he you know, portrayed a world uh, depicted in, you guessed it, 1984 by George Orwell. And, uh, you know, he was off by 40 years, but uh, that was the only one I can remember. And they only played it once. And they just kept on getting dopier and dopier. Did you notice the trend in the first three national commercials? Did you notice the trend? Now, uh, the NFL had their own commercials, like paying yourself, essentially. They had their own commercial, and they had all the teams that were represented by birds. But it was painfully obvious that they were portraying you know, the monkey scene in, in uh, The Wizard of Oz. And then... The next commercial I saw was, yeah, you guessed it, The Wizard of Oz, <laughs> the, the, the remake. It's called Wicked, but then they had people, you know, fl- the, the flying monkeys. And then they had another commercial, and, 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 that, and that was Planet of the Apes. <laughs> and I was like, well, there's, I mean, I, I'm, folks, this is what I'm observing. And on top of that, they got the caveman guys doing the desk and the Geico commercials. It's like, oh, my goodness. So that was the theme I was seeing. None of the commercials stood out. Everyone was raving about the Dunkin' Donuts with Jeff, uh, with, uh, well, uh, what's his name? Affleck, Ben Affleck. He's attached to the hip, uh, you know, half-brother there, Matt Damon. They're no relation, but they're always together. And, of course, you know, the never-aging uh, Tom Brady. Oh, it was so funny. No, it wasn't. Not at all. So uh, it, it, it's, it's done. No terrorist act. Vegas is still much. One thing I, I can say, first of all, Tony Romo drove me nuts, but I don't, I'm not here to talk about Tony Romo. The one thing I, I'm, bi- I'm very disappointed in is that this was the first Super Bowl in, uh, in Las Vegas. Una de Las Vegas in Miami. <clears throat> uh, first time. And some people speculate that if it went well, that this would be an ongoing thing. In fact, some people suggest that the Super Bowl should be there every year. I think that's crazy. But, you know, if there's one place that can handle it, and that's proven yesterday. They certainly have the hotel space. It's it's Vegas and just the flair and whatnot. CBS didn't show that. I was just expecting to see drone shots, you know, helicopter shots. You saw them. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, I just didn't see enough. Or, or you know, if they just went into town and showed, you know, the huge uh, sports books there and people jumping up and down and showing, um, you know, downtown uh, Vegas. This didn't happen. You know, every now and then they get an aerial shot of the sphere. I was like, okay, this is a big-ass cue ball sitting in the middle of Vegas. Just wanted to see more. But it, it does bring a tear to your eye as an American with all the divide that we have and all the craziness, which we got right back on track with today. Um, it, it was good to see us all get together and watch the big-ass game. 755-1240 is the number. 755-1240 is the number. Um, you know, other things going on. People are still grumbling over, you know, the big uh, you know, statement, not press conference last Thursday night at around 8 o'clock Eastern time when our president basically said, there's nothing wrong with me. 
And I still find it extremely ironic. I haven't sat through all three and a half, four hours of the Tucker Carlson interview. But the stuff, and I, I see it in pieces on other platforms. So people are dissecting it. You got to watch it. I just thought it was so ironic. I said this on Friday that it comes out at the same time when the president is defending himself for not knowing when, when, when his, when his uh, son died and various other things and, and defending whether or not he's fit to be president. And meanwhile, and I haven't seen any fact uh, cha- challenges uh, about the historical references that, or the history lesson that uh, Vladimir Putin gave Tucker Carlson. No one has debunked anything he said. So I'm going to take a good guess that Vladimir Putin knows his history. And I granted he's younger than, uh, than Joe Biden by at least 15 years or so. But the way he rambled off and explained why Ukraine was a, an important part of Russian history it goes back to the ninth century. And he goes on and on and on. It was good stuff. It really was. So anyway, uh, that, uh, that was, that was, that was uh, eye-opening, to say the least. Getting spammed during the show. Wasn't that great? So if you want to <coughs> call in and, and tell me what's going on in your world. I'm not going to be here on Wednesday. Uh, and I think I mentioned this. And if, if everything goes right, I'm not going to be here next Wednesday. Hopefully I can come back on Thursday. But it's one of those things where I'm, I'm having a, a procedure done uh, with my eye, my right eye to be ca- exact. So my cataract procedures start this, uh, this Wednesday morning. So unfortunately, I won't be here on uh, Wednesday. And they're planning on doing the same thing next Wednesday. So that's just the way it is. But um, I, you know, I, I, I'm somewhat, I'm very nervous about it. You know, just I don't want anyone poking anything near my eye. I don't even like to be tickled. I'm such a wuss. But at the same time, I'm really anxious to get this done because, uh, boy, my eyesight, particularly at night, isn't what it used to be. It's tearing here and there. I, sometimes I blame that on, on various things like allergies, but cats, you know, hick, mohair, whatever. But I, I, am, I, I, I hope that everything goes well and people are saying it should. And uh, you know, so that's this Wednesday. So Wednesday morning, I'm going to be laying down. They don't put you out altogether. I forget what they call it. I, I, to me, it's just like, just put me out. Knock me over my, uh, I don't want to know this. But then I guess you have to, you know, be a lot, be able to be alive. I think you got to be awake to keep your eye open or be cognizant of what's going on. I don't know. I have no idea. So uh, that's this uh, Wednesday. Uh, whether or not uh, Jeff comes in, whichever, or the other Jeff, Jeff Smith comes in, I, that that's uh, that's a decision that uh, has to be made by Jim Levin in the next day or so. So I'll keep you posted on that. So politically, not not I mean the same old same old is going on. Um, a, a third war uh, in, in uh, Europe hasn't started, or the Mideast, I should say. So looks like things are at least even keeled. Um, what else? It, locally, not much going on. I know on Friday, Jeff had the uh, interim uh, director up at the uh, zoo. A lot of people were still asking me about that on Friday by way of text. It's like, you know, I, I don't know what to say other than, you know, it's, 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 it's and I've said this before, the zoo is our Ukraine. Seems like we're just going to throw money at it until until it's just we're just not going to have any money left. And I, I know it's a bad bad analogy, but nonetheless, it's uh, it, it continues. The big thing I worry about, and I don't want to get into it to be quite honest, is I just hope that the animals are taken care of. And based on what the uh, the gentleman said, I think that's Mr. Irvin who was here on Friday. Uh, the animals are being taken care of. So you know what what happens? You know, again, everyone says, "Oh, the new council—they were supposed to make some changes there." Well, first of all, half the council is new, 
And I don't think anybody on a sitting council today, tomorrow, or three years from now want to be the people responsible for shutting down a zoo. That's a tough decision. It's like putting down a friend, you know, or, or an old dog. You, you know you got to do it, but you don't want to be the guy to make that decision. So hopefully they could figure things out. I don't know what to say about it and whether or not you can revolutionize. or, or I, I, The only thing I can think of these days, the only thing to save a business, like just, just build like a... 100 pickleball courts up there, right right in the middle of the lion's cage or the, you know, the mountain, mountain lion cage and see what happens. That would be interesting because it, it, it's such a big sport. I see it online. I've played it myself. Uh, people take it very seriously, probably too seriously. I saw one, one uh, couple, so there was a co-ed uh, matchup, and, and this was intense. It must have been somewhere down in Florida. You know, people who did really well in their SATs and they're living down there, retired at the ripe old age of 49. God bless you. <clears throat> and the one guy hits it so hard, he hits he hits the other guy's wife. Say, hey, you hit it right in the face. He's, so what? That's what we're here for, hit a win. It's like, oh, man, taking it to another level. Seven five five twelve forty. what was that movie, uh, uh, Meet the Parents, when he was playing volleyball in the pool? He was, he was you know... Gladys, uh, Gladys Nightingale, Ben, uh, not Ben Affleck, the hell is his name? Ben Stiller. Great, but one of the funniest movies ever. And he's trying to impress his, his future uh, mother-in-law and father-in-law, Robert De Niro and Gwyneth Paltrow's mother there. And he's uh, losing in the volleyball game. Come on, man, get with it. And then sure enough, he does. And he slams the, the volleyball right in the, right in the face of the, of the bride-to-be that weekend, giving her, a, giving her black eyes. Fun stuff, funny stuff. Is anyone alive today? All I can get is this a spam call on my phone. Come on. You can do better than that. 755-1240 is the number. As you know, I, I, I prepare things, but, you know, and usually I don't come out with it uh, right away. Um, like, for instance, I, 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 you know, I, there's this long, long video of, of a 14-year-old Jewish girl in some town hall meeting pleading with, uh, with, with the... Uh, the leaders of her, her township. And it raises a question. It's like, you know, a lot of these, you know, you see in Chicago, you see San Francisco, Seattle, people coming up with some type of resolution about what's going on five, 6,000 miles away. What's going on here? And more grumblings about, oh, uh, I know what I was going to say. Um, and I mentioned it earlier. The, <clears throat> the mainstream media is, you know, the, 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 and we shouldn't call CNN and, and MSNBC mainstream media as much anymore. Because very few people are actually watching those networks, particularly CNN. It's it's sad. They have to stop losing that denomination as as a news source. But anyway, they're they're going all over the place with respects to uh, the Tucker Carlson interview with Vladimir Putin. But the one thing is strangely absent, and not one mention, at least during the time in the last four or five days or more that I've been watching Fox. Fox. Makes it, you know, makes it appear that Tucker Carlson is, is, is no longer exists, like he's George Barely in Pottersville or something. I, I, it's, it's, you know, they're between a rock and a hard place. Tucker Carlson has been a product of a lot of, of um, media outlets over the years, including CNN. But let's face it, in recent years, he's a, he's a byproduct of conservative talk, particularly at the 8 o'clock slot on Fox and uh, he was unceremoniously let go last, I believe, April. And, um, you know, he started his own thing. And he fills up arenas up there in Canada. He's interviewing uh, world leaders, including the new uh, leader of Argentina. 
and of course Vladimir Putin. It's very strange, you know, tuning in even on the weekends. I figured maybe maybe Neil Cavuto will say something, or, or the other raving maniac on Sundays, <clears throat> who the one the woman who yells out uh, all the time. But no, nothing. Hannity hasn't said so- anything. I, I would just hope that someone would bring at least bring it up. Hey, one of our comrades is is trying to figure out. Why we're at war? Why we're spending billions of dollars? But the latest big revelation, or and many things were, were disclosed, Vladimir Putin basically saying that, uh, Bo- um, what's his name? Now I'm forgetting his name. The former prime minister of, uh, of, of Britain, I, I want to call him Boris Yeltsin. It's not. His first name is Boris, but it was, was uh, put to gabosh on, on, on peace talks uh, about a year or so ago. And, and this it's it's very disturbing. Now, of course, he's on on uh, Twitter uh, defending himself, and he's, he seems like he's out somewhere in some beach in Fort Lauderdale, um, and and defending himself. Oh, this is awful! Sounds like Peter Beams. So that that's that interview is resonating, but somehow other Fox is ignoring it. Hi, you're in the air. Yeah, Glenn. I yeah. watched the game last night. I thought it was uh, a, a real good game. Uh, the deep, both defenses in the first half were unbelievable, killing each other. They were. And, uh, they were. As far as I'm concerned on Khalees, I think the league itself should come down hard on them like they do with anybody that has bad behavior. Mm-hmm. And he went, a- he went after the coach. Did you see one of the players had to grab him and take him away? And he almost knocked the poor old fella down. Yeah, I, and I, I I did see it. Yeah, and he was just being uh, totally insubordinate. He's you know he's a player, and he's showing you up his what? coach. He's just another one of the self entitled, right. rich people playing a sport mm-hmm. that think nobody can hurt him. Mm-hmm. And now he's got a girlfriend that's right. worth over a billion dollars. Right, and he's just he's another one that just doesn't mm-hmm. think that he has to apply to the rules. Well, I think his head's been ex- is is really gotten big it's in the last up. yeah big time, and that you know he saw that his team was losing in the first half, and it's like wait a minute, this can't happen on my dime. They're gonna blame my girlfriend. They're gonna make me look bad. You're right. He's a narcissist, and she's gonna drop him in the next ninety days. You watch, if not sooner. I think the league should come down hard on him, and they should uh, suspend him next year for four or five games. Wow, just like they've done to the other guys, the other players that had. Uh, really bad behavior. Yeah, Antonio Brown, and, yeah. and they should fine him big time. No, for I agree. What he did. I agree. Uh, and and you know what? If if you saw Andy Reid afterwards, he was all jovial about it. Ah, oh, no big I deal. Know. Very disappointing. Because he, he's a hard a hard ass. Yeah, he's a hard nosed guy. He, uh, you mess around, he he takes care of you. Yeah, it's like those guys that were kneeling. Did you did you see it? Now, is, was that true? I saw a thing on. Uh, um, picture of Khalid's Facebook, he kneeled during halftime. Did he really? I, I didn't and know that. Andy Reid had let four or five guys go for doing that mm-hmm. on the team. Right, 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 right. So you're saying so that I people... You say, you I, say, I think he needs uh, to come down a notch, a couple of notches. I agree. And uh, I'm ha- You know what? I'm really... I've had enough of all these guys. You know, I was such an avid sports fan my whole life since I was old enough to know what football, baseball was. I'd never missed anything. NASCAR, mm-hmm. all of it. Mm-hmm. Now I could care less. Why is that? About any of it. Why is that? Well, I think a lot of it's because all my people are gone. Right. 
my biggest part for me mm-hmm. is um, all the whining right. that's going on right, right. among these rich mm-hmm. players mm-hmm. that they're whining like babies. Mm-hmm. NASCAR, it's unbelievable. They're fighting every single week. I know. Whining about something. Right. You know, and um, same as uh, any of the sports. Golf, mm-hmm. I loved it. Mm-hmm. And now they got the live golf. They're splitting up. People are leaving. People, you know, it's just, it's ruined the whole aspect they say, they... of sports for me. Mm-hmm. And I never missed anything. Right. I mean, right. I had to get something done fast to mm-hmm. get in to watch the NASCAR, watch the Yankees, watch the Giants, watch the Knicks. Right. I haven't watched a, a professional basketball game and yeah you should Knicks are actually good although they lost the other night got all these rich babies (laughs) crying like they're out making uh fifteen dollars an hour right yeah lebron james cries all all the time i agree with you thank you my friend thank you very much one thing i was i met up with a well-known watertown guy he's a good guy and i'm working on a project that he's involved with he's the director and we were talking about things it wasn't too political until he said, you know, I know a member of the sheriff's department that just came from the D.C. conference. And I was very unfamiliar with this. I don't know if they do it every year. I'm assuming they do. But he says, boy, my friend just got back from the D.C. conference from, this, from the Jefferson County Sheriff's Office. And he's, he said some disturbing things. I said, oh, geez, what's going on here? They said, they're worried about the border. I said, well, who's not worried about the border? He said, no, they're worried about the border up here. I said, well, what do you mean? He says, they're, 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 there's ta- there's, they say the chatter. Of course, we have a lot more technology at our disposal than what we did prior to 9-11. And we, you know, the FBI and various uh, uh, law enforcement agencies would hear chatter here, chatter there. A lot of the uh, efforts to, you know, blow up a gas line in Long Island or whatever were thwarted. You know, we would hear that, this, that, and the other thing. And then, you know, it got to the point where, you know, we kind of forgot about terrorism. We really did. I did. Remember, we had the color scheme. It was orange. It was red. <coughs> and then all of a sudden, October 7th comes up. So the guy says, the chatter's been really, really progressive after October 7th. And that, the, you know, the warning was that we, you know, the, the sheriff's departments and law, law enforcement agencies should be aware and ready. Ready to the point where they have artillery. Uh, they have a, a, a cache of, of AR-15s. Not that they don't, but they say stock up on them. So I said, well, that's, that's disturbing. <laughs> and then about the same day, or sometime within 24 hours, I came across this. This is Ohio Sheriff Richard Jones sounding the alarm after coming back from, you guessed it, the Sheriff's Conference in Washington, D.C. This is what he said. Uh-oh. We'll start it all with... Uh... My name is Rick Jones. I'm the Butler County Sheriff, Butler County, Ohio. Um, I just came back from a national sheriff's training in uh, D.C. three days ago, two days ago. We were briefed by the FBI director, Ray, the director of the FBI, and several federal agencies. There's 3,300 sheriffs in the United States. The President of the United States refuses to meet with the sheriffs of the 3300. We have a hierarchy. We have a president. We have a vice president. The President of the United States refuses to meet with the sheriffs. 
He also refuses to meet with the police chiefs of the United States. They have a hierarchy also. He refuses to meet with them to talk about border issues or talk about crime that's going on because of the border issue. We were also told by Mr. Ray, the FBI director, that there are more red flags going off now than before 9-11, okay? When I say red flags, meaning people that are here in this country that are wanting to do harm to us. We were also explained we're, in the, we're bombing two countries right now. So there you have it. Sorry about that. It went from mono to, to, to Dolby stereo right in the middle of that. You heard what he said. First of all, the president didn't show up. We know that. He doesn't show up to anything. 3,300 sheriffs. I, I'm assuming that means we have 3,300 counties in the country with some of thereabouts, right? Every county is represented by their own sheriff's department, like ours, like St. Lawrence, like Lewis. <coughs> this is a sullen response to a, a very, very important conference, and nobody is talking about it. By the way, the issue that they had down there in uh, Houston, Texas, at the big um, uh, church down there, what's his name, the smiling idiot, one of the pastors down there, Olstein. Some woman shows up with her five-year-old son with a gun that says free Palestine or, or whatever, and um, two off-duty cops see her and take her out. <clears throat> She's killed. I think in the crossfire, regrettably, the, the five-year-old, I think, was killed too. It's a terrible moment. But mainstream media didn't tell you about that. So uh, it's just a lot of crazy stuff that's just going unnoticed. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, it's Crazy Ray. Crazy Ray, what's happening? Well, I got to go along with Steve. You know, I just, I, you, I, the sports people that you really, really, really loved for years are all gone. Well. I mean, even in the race, and he's right, you know, Smokey Joe, he's gone. Everybody's gone. Right. Who's the, uh, you know, who, Smoke, who, who's Smokey the Joe, if he didn't like you, he'd run you right over. Who's the <laughs> Who was the guy that thought he had a, a noose in his in his garage? Oh, um. Who was that guy? God, I can't, he wasn't in it very long either. I can't think of no, his he's, name. He's still there. No, he's African American. He's, he's still there, but he well, he hasn't. He had just pretty much kind of got in there. Right. He kind of got popular for a while, and then they they pulled that noose deal. Right. I don't remember which. I I do know the one you're talking about. Yeah, um, he's got a, he's got an odd name. He's got like a nickname or yeah, name. Yeah, it is whatever. an odd name. I can't even think of his name. <laughs> but it was so imba- oh, wait, someone's texting me. It is uh, Bubba Wallace. Thank you, Bubba Wallace. I knew it was Bubba, but yeah. I didn't know couldn't. couldn't you know. And by the way, the news for the record was just ma- a manufactured um, you know rope to open up the over door. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was nothing. That, yeah, it was, it, it was something that people had in their own garage. Right. And then made I don't a big, think there's big a noose on mine, but there's a string in there to, to work the garage door. Right. It's just a, a strap that you put your hand through, and you bring the garage door yeah. down. It's amazing. Yeah, in case like the garage door is like stuck or something, it's a manual release. Right. The FBI were there. They were there like within 20 minutes after the claim. Yeah, see, that's when it started right then. You know, really, honestly, it start, kind of started right then. I don't think uh, racing hey. is not as popular as it used to be. I hear the ratings are down. The money is down. Yeah, the people are, you know, like Steve said, a lot of them are gone. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't really enjoy the people that are in it now. And, I mean, Danica, even even when she was there, at least there was some kind of, it was a controversy. Oh, a woman's race. Right, you know? right. I agree. It's, it's, there's nothing anymore. I can't, I tell you what, I, I mean, so he mentioned it earlier. I can't watch Syracuse basketball. I just can't, I can't watch it. Because everyone, it's college basketball is so tough to see. 
They go down there. They got a, a 30 second clock, and uh, they run down there and they take a they take a three pointer from NBA land with 25 seconds left on the clock. Is this yeah. is this what the game has turned out to be? Just chuck a three pointer and see what happens? It, it's all and it's all about one guy. You right, know? right. I agree. It's all about the starters. And everyone's just standing around waiting for something. Okay. And then when you throw a ball from 35 feet and it hits the back of the rim, it's it, you don't know who's going to get that rebound. It's just there's no one playing in the paint anymore. It's really sad. It's not a team situation anymore. And then, and then you and I get blamed for saying, "Oh, we got way too much FaceTime on on uh, Taylor Swift." You're a hater. You're one of those MAGA people. You should die. <laughs> you, oh my she's God! Totally I can't right. have she's, she's gonna dump him. You're, you're, you said it. He's, he's gonna dump him this week. They showed her when he's going up there, he's yelling "Viva Las Vegas" like a friggin' caveman. And then they show this pristine, angelic woman that all the girls love. There's no way these two are gonna get married. Crazy Ray. It's not no, going to happen. No, it, she's just seeing the limelight that she can get a hold of right now. Right. and, and who needed it. Who wouldn't walk away from, like, I mean, let's face it. Kelsey, uh, is he's a very rich man. He's doing commercials for Pfizer. He, he's he's in the limelight. He, he's made for life for, for being a, an NFL star. He might be a, an, a Hall of Famer for all I know. But who would walk away from this opportunity? But now it's over. You know the old expression, summer's over and so are we. So in the next, mm-hmm. by April, by May 1st, you'll hear, <clears throat> done, over with. Whether or not he's caught with another bimbo at a strip joint somewhere in Los Angeles, I have no idea. But it's definitely going to happen. I think the limelight that she can get is over now, so that's why she'll go. <laughs> right. And she just, but that's just not a match. I mean, he's just, and, and, you know, even Gronkowski, who drives me nuts, he would be a better match because he's not as crazy as, as Kelsey is. Uh, Kelsey's dangerous, but you know what, Crazy Ray? I'm way behind. I'm way behind. I'm already in the second half of the show, but I gotta go. But have a good one, my friend. All right, man. I'll talk to you. That's Crazy Ray. Looked up at the clock. I gotta do this. You're listening to the Live Five Show. We'll be back. Hey, it's your old friend Brad Charlton here at FX Caparakia, and around make the North Country huge. Hi. Somebody's on the phone. I had to do a break first. Hi. Thanks for waiting. Yeah, not a worry, Glenn. What's going on? Hey, uh, sorry to hear that you have to go under the knife. Right. No, thanks. But don't don't worry about it, my friend. That's what they say. I had, yeah. my, I had my both my eyes done when I was 40 years old. I'm mm. 65 now. And how, okay, 25 years ago, what, uh, what was the procedure like, if you don't mind me asking? Not, rem- no, that's why I'm calling to let you know, so that you it can take some stress off of you. No, I know, I know, but do you rem- do you remember it? Basically, what they do is they give you some very nice drugs, mm-hmm. make you a little loopy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then when you go in, basically what they're going to do is you lay back. They put a very bright light into your eye. Mm. You can't see anything. Nice. You won't see anything coming at you. Mm. And then they. What they do is they come in, they uh, slice your eye, right. they take out the bad lens, mm-hmm. they put in an artificial lens, mm-hmm. and then they uh, basically sew it up, but not really. Yeah, what? Lays back down. Now, now, I got, I got, I got to interrupt you. Someone said, you know, they're going to take the lens out and replace it with a yes. cada- with a cadaver lens. Like a dead man's lens? No, 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 it's an artificial lens. Okay, gotcha. Jeez, okay. I don't, I don't yeah, want to be no, a Stephen King book. Right, okay. Okay, but they can only do one eye at a time. Right. That's why you have two different deals. Right, right. And someone said you got to well, wait months. Is, 
But a mind. One thing you're going to end up with mm-hmm. is, well, you're my, about my age, okay. So you don't have to go through the laser surgery that I did. No, because but, there's a film in your eye yeah. that they have to cut out. Right, right. When I was forty, Oof. but at our age, it autom- it just naturally goes away. Well, I am getting laser treatment, though, for the record. So I know I'm going under some laser apparatus on Wednesday. So I'm unsure whether or not we're on the same page, but I know I'm getting a laser procedure. Well, basically, they're going to they're gonna take your your natural lens out and put a different lens in because mm-hmm. it's, it's getting milky. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it looked like an old dog. I thought I was going blind. I thought I was going to lose my job to fire department. Oof, boy, you don't want to do that. By the way, did you hear that segment I played from the sheriff's department? I know you're you're somewhat in law enforcement. You know, you're one of those guys. Well, what say you about that uh, that warning from the Ohio sheriff who had a press conference? I believe it. The, the question is, uh, does that mean we're we're easier, Glenn? We we have such a long border across the, the United States into the, our biggest nat- national uh, park right. in Canada. But let me ask the question. When you got millions of people coming over here, and I think we alluded, we kind of touched on this the other day, if they're dangerous, doesn't that mean they, they come dangerous and armed at the same time? Or they get into the country and then they arm them while they're then here? They, get, they probably get armed after that. Wouldn't we see that? I mean, they don't we have enough guys, boots on the ground, to, to make sure that you know that doesn't happen, that we all, all of a sudden there's a... No, no, the police <laughs> are so understaffed. It's ridiculous. Nobody wants to be a cop anymore. No, I agree. Yeah, but people love being an FBI agent and sh- showing up at someone's house at 30 at a oh, time. exactly. Yeah. Oh, boy. Big man. Whoa, boy. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's take over their kitchen. Whoa, we're tough guys. Yeah. Whatever. All right. Well, thanks but for I'm the... Gonna, yeah. I appreciate... Yeah, one th- one yeah. thing I'm going to tell you yeah. is that your eyes are going to be dial- or constricted. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So it looks like you're smoking pot all the time. Right. Or mescaline. Yeah. Right. But uh, that's only because of the surgery. Right. And have your sunglasses because you're going to become very light sensitive. Right. Right. I'm going to have to. Look, I'm going to look like a fly, someone at like a, a aqueduct racetrack well, at 85 have, years old. I have photographs uh, glasses that go jet black. Why? Well, I, 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 I'm the same way. I'm very sensitive to the sun. I just want to get this over with, and I, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. However, at the same time, I'm going to miss at least one day per week. Hopefully, I won't miss more than that. But well, thank- the whole thing yeah. is, is yeah. that when I had my surgery, it yeah. took about 10 minutes. Yeah. And then I went into recovery. Right. They gave me a couple cups of coffee and a couple donuts. Yeah, there you go. Well, okay. How about a pickle? Well, nah, just kidding. All right, well, and thank you, my friend. I Joe's later in the afternoon. 20, boy, you remember this from 25 years? I can't remember what I had last night. I can tell you this oh, much. Yeah. I, I had too much, too much stuff to eat because I am full like you wouldn't believe. But thank you, my friend. I appreciate the kind words okay. and support. Thank you. Okay. That's, that's, that's our ordinance guy. Hi, you're on the air. Hello, Glenn. What's happening? Just called to tell you that I got my, I traded them my cataracts for a Lincoln yeah. back in December. <laughs> so you did, where'd you do it, if you don't mind me asking? Right up to Samaritan. Uh, and which doctor, local doctor? Uh, yeah. All right. At the Center for Sleep. Right, there you go. And were you satisfied? Yes. There you go. I Very knew the, much. I knew the answer. I knew the answer. So, yeah. And, all right. And they, they, you do, they do do it with a laser. Yeah, they do. Yeah, okay. Yeah, maybe 25 years ago. all you do ago. is stare at the bright light. Mm-hmm. It looks like a 
They tell you to look at the marshmallows. Right, right. Do they tell you to count down from uh, 99 to, to 3, <laughs> like Ed Norton? Three. Uh, I don't remember that. Ten. So let me now. Here's the inevitable question: uh, Is your was your eyesight better immediately? Yes. All right. And here's another question: I got I got my left eye done first. Okay. And then two weeks later, I got the right eye done. Uh, can I ask a personal question? How old are you? I'm your age, sixty-one. Okay. Uh, okay. Thought you'd be older. All right. Uh, all right, 61 years old. What did they say? Like, oh, you got to get this or you got to go blind? Well, they just said uh, that I had cataracts and mm. I should get it done. So all right. well, I'd have to keep wearing glasses. Right, right. And they, now I can see far. Now I can see far away, but I got 20/20 vision, but I need to re- have uh, reader glasses. Okay, but you, but for the most part, you you could see better. And can you see better at night, my friend? Oh, absolutely. That's that's what I want. I, I really yep. I I'm da- I'm dangerous at night. I don't want to hit a deer. I I need my peripheral I can, vision. That's what I I can really see the deer now. Right. I was just going to say that. So it, it 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 made your life better. Is that correct, my friend? Yep. All right. Well, I'm I'm very happy and glad that you gave me this and uh, and the uh, previous caller some good words of advice. <clears throat> I really appreciate that. Like I say, I just got it done in December, so that's good. That's a couple uh, a couple months ago. Well, thank you, yeah. and uh, I, I hope to have the same success you did, my friend. You're you're taking the drops right now. Are doing the drops right now in the one eye? Uh, no, actually, I'm supposed to pick that up after. I got to go to the. Uh, I got to get it. I got to pick it up after this. I haven't done that yet. Does that yeah. dispel me from from the, my first operation? Does that mean that's I can't? about the hardest part? Is remembering to do that yeah. four times a day. Yeah, I know they gave me this whole list of things. All right, I got to get that done. All right, well, thank you, my friend. Yep, I appreciate it. I'm the worst uh, patient in the world. I went to the doctors the other day, and um, typically I get. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to disclose who my doctor is, but he's well-known family of doctors, and I actually met met the patriarch of the family. Looked like Harvey Levin from uh, TMZ. And I asked him. I said, "You know, I'm, I'm, you know, they're going to use a laser, but yet I'm too old for LASIK surgery." So, oh no, they're two different things. So, oh, okay. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, it'll happen so fast you'll get the bill before you leave the office. Yeah, I know. It's funny they they yeah. they, they they took the first payment out already. I mean, I know. Hey, really? Yeah. Hey, can we take the payment out right now? Oh, it was rejected. Can we Can we try again? Do you have another card? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, the big so. day's uh, Wednesday, uh, Rich Cladle. Yeah, well, yeah. Where are you getting it done at? I, I can't disclose that. It's it's a, a, a it's a, a, a nondescript building in an underground bunker. Do you want me to come and hold your hand or no? I want to hold Richard, Richard Gladel's hand. Hey, listen, in a serious note, sometimes, sometimes when they, they have, they'll have a little problem there, right? Right. And they, they, in some cases, I've seen they actually told me that they've taken people's eyes out of the socket. Nice. I'm just pulling your legs. Ah. I can do that. Just giving you a little hype before you get in there. Right. You know? It's like, I mean, you know, here's the, here's the thing. No, hear me out. Remember the windstorm we had in mid-January last month? Yeah. That was on a Wednesday, right? Right, right. So you know where I'm going with this. You're under the knife. Someone's got some laser apparatus on your cornea, 
and they're in the middle right. of this procedure. Now, I know they have backup and whatnot, but you don't want to lose electricity in the middle of something like that, do you? No, I don't think that'll happen. I, they, I'm sure they got backup. That would that be my way. luck. I remember seeing a sci-fi movie back in the 70s on, on CBS, and yeah, this poor so bastard was getting operated it's 50, on. It's 50-50 on that night vision, man. I, mine really is. And I'm in the city, and there's lights. Right. I'm okay. But if I was driving outside the city, I don't dare even do it. Hmm, really? Interesting. Yeah. But well, mine's different. I'm older than you are. You know? Well, and you had some issues, which, but, you know, hopefully that gets better. Seven operations on one yeah. eye. I know. I know. But the first, was, the first one was a complete success. You're like uh, Michael Jackson, like 10 operations on his nose, and before you knew it, he didn't have a nose anymore. Right. Yeah, you know, that's and what you worry about. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, thanks, Rich. And th- uh, okay, bud. Uh, uh, thanks. Luck, for- I appreciate it. Uh, that's yeah. Rich Gladel, the eye man. Got to do a break, and we'll be back after this. Town is Carolina Truck, CUA. Equal housing opportunity. So the one thing I've definitely noticed, and I'm not going to go out on a limb and say I drank like a fish over this past weekend, because I really didn't. Met out with friends. Um, where did we go? We went to the paddock. Then we went to the whistle stop. Uh, other people were driving, by the way, for the record. But boy, I, I just, you know, again, here it is. Getting cataracts taken out. You know, still feeling the pain from Friday night. Drank, you know, at a friend's party yesterday. And I'm just, I'm just beat. <clears throat> I mean, really beat. And on top of that, and the next thing after I get these eyes done, not to bore you with my issues, so I don't want to do that. It's like you know, watching, <clears throat> watching an, a, an apple rot. But um, boy, this this uh, sleep apnea is really—it's destroying me. It's definitely, it's destroying me. And I, I, I don't—I I have to look into things. Because I, is there a correlation between age, lack of sleep, and anxiety? Uh, how often do you see commercials talking about, are you anxious? Are you losing your mind? Are you losing your, uh, your cognitive skills? And I'm just figuring, boy, I'm, boy, they're really hitting me left and right here. How's your eyesight? It sucks. How's your heart? Do you have to lose weight? <clears throat> Thank God I don't have to do that Ozempic stuff. That costs a lot of money. I mean, uh, I was hearing Jim talking about how, how, how much that costs. Like, wow. Dude, a lot easier just, just to stop eating for six months. My goodness. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn. What's happening? You're on the air. It's age. Yeah, it is. It's age. I'm it, 62. I'm, I'm wide awake. It's age. It's age, buddy. Do you Thank ask- you. So the solar eclipse. Yes. Yes. Solar eclipse. What's your feelings about that? Well, Our cities are going to be packed uh, with 100,000 people. It's going to be packed. It's going to be, uh, what's today? It's going to be, it's less than two months away. I know there was a big meeting today at City Hall. Uh, the mayor is yep. on top of things. Uh, I just, yep. pr- I pray it's going to be like uh, the day we had on Friday. Remember how beautiful Friday was with the sun yep. out? I think, I think it's cool as heck. I do. So. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's the only time, obviously it's going to happen in our lifetime up here and we're, we're going to be in totality. And yep. uh, it's, my it's, daughters, I'm taking a day off. My, both my daughters are, my daughter's coming up from Rochester and we're going to, we're going to park somewhere. Probably not Thompson Park because there's going to be too many people. Well, apparently they won't let you park up there. That's what I heard. That no, they... no, 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 no. I mean, we'll, we'll find a way to get there. Right, 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 right. 
Yeah. You live right there. I do, yeah. But no, I don't think they're going to allow people to physically drive up there was my point. You have to walk up there. And here's the other thing that people should be aware of, and I think this is important. Because typically when you look at the, the, the great lawn at Thompson Park, <coughs> you always yeah. go under yeah. the assumption that you know, the, the, you know, just because the fireworks and the band shell are, are towards the horizon, that people will be looking in that direction, where in reality, you're going to be looking uphill. So uh, for those planning on going to the park that day, instead of looking down, you're going to be looking up. So uh, uh, just you're confusing me, totally confusing. So me. if you're if you're on to- if you're on the Great Lawn right now and you're and you're looking yeah, the at kite, the Kite Hill, the Kite, kite Hill, because I call it the Great Lawn, and you're looking at Watertown, you're looking at the State Office Building and the and, and the lake yeah. in the distance. Well, that's where you know that makes sense that you would have fireworks in that direction for obvious reasons because it's kind of like an amphitheater. However, the sun's not going to cooperate on April 8th. The actual eclipse is going to be, you're going to have to be turned around and look in the other direction. To the back. Right, exactly. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so that that makes it, that changes the dynamics a bit. Um, It's like, you know, walking uphill, essentially, but you'll be looking uphill. So so what are your feelings about this? Well, again, like I said, I hope it, we're, we're, we're ready. I think we will. Um, I hope we're not at World War III at the same time because it seems like in any given time, any given day, particularly after learning all those shocking revelations in the Tucker Carlson interview that, uh, boy, we have a bunch of bozos running things here. And uh, now they're going to they're slip in another $80, $100 billion in the bill, not just to fix the border and say, oh, we're going to take care of the border, just pass it. And then, and then they're also going to put in billions of dollars towards Ukraine again. Uh, after seeing that interview, I, I, I don't want to come across as some crazy nutcase like Mel Gibson in some theory, uh, conspiracy movie. But, uh, boy, there's, there's 20, a lot of unanswered oh, questions. 20 more seconds. I'm going to leave you alone. Go ahead. So um, I'm thinking they can come in, come in, come in, mm-hmm. but I'm working on Wellesley Island. So if I got in a paddle boat and I hit the Canadian border... I'd be in prison for the rest of my life. Sure, sure you would. Yeah, right. It's, it's dumb. Yeah. No, I know. I know. But, but that's that's right. that's life. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I don't know what to say other than I I, I, I thank my my lucky stars that I'm still alive. Um, yep. And that uh, you know we, we live in a very. Oh, by the way, real quick, I saw this. You know how you go online and you see videos, <clears throat> worse upstate towns in New York State. And this, yeah. and this jabroni. We ranked. Yeah, we, yeah. No, number one was Brownville. I'm like, what? Brownville. But so let's back up a little bit. I'm, I'm going to stir the pot a little bit. Yeah. I like to stir the pot. At my age, I, I, I just, I like to stir. What the fuck? Oh, 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 sir, you know we're on a radio show. This is oh, FCC. Sorry. Oh, that's where we're live. Uh, uh, why yeah, would yeah. you? Why would? Why would you? Now Jim's going to cool. choose like a small town of Brownville with a lot of good people. I grew up in Brownville. My parents grew up in Brownville. Uh, and, and he was snotty about it. He says, "Well, at least you can go to the Watertown." And he said, "That's even worse." Good night, everybody. And I look at it like two hundred thousand right. views. Of this jabroni, typical downstater, doesn't know what the hell he's doing. But listen, my friend, I got to get going. I got one more call. But thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. Oops, sorry. Got to watch your language, though. Got to watch your language. Hi, you're on the air. Yeah, I got to watch it. Got to watch it. That's uh, Tim the Enchanter. I, I know you can watch your language. Hey, listen, uh, I went down to Scott Gray's office today down, uh, down there in uh, Albany. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was pretty nice. Uh, took a bus trip to um, 
Northern Regional Center for Independent Living. Right. Down there on Court Street. Yeah. I had a bus go down there and uh, look at the Capitol and this and that and uh, meet the legislators and things right. of that nature. So that that was real nice. Go so on. so Tim, we got it. We got to set up a scene from uh, the Ten Commandments when when the when the uh, totality happens. We have to have a little child say, "Grandpa, you won't believe this. Tell me, what do you see, grandson?" Sorry. Makes sense. I ain't gonna be here anyhow. I'll be in the reactor before that happens. Uh, I, I got to get going, but thanks, Tim. Uh, thank you very much. I got to get right, out of here. We'll see you. AM 1240 WE10 Watertown makes this legal. Up next, CBS. We'll see you guys tomorrow. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks. Millions of people in more than a dozen states across the Mid Atlantic, Northeast, and New England are now bracing for a major winter storm.